that time of the week, ladies and gentlemen. It is that time of the week. We are back. Church Boy Confessions. It's Monday. Welcome back. Thank you for tuning in once again for the fourth week now. The fourth episode of Church Boy Confessions. Man, time is going by so quick. We're on the fourth episode. Well, maybe it's your first time tuning in. So what is Church Boy Confessions? Church Boy Confessions powered by Unassociated LLC is a podcast where we take the Bible and we show you how relevant it is for your inspiration in 2019. Yes, a book written 2000 years ago or more thousand years ago or basically accounts from thousands of years ago is still relevant to you today, can inspire you today. How exactly is that possible? Well, we talk about it pretty much every episode. Um, And today, I wanted to talk about something that has been eating away at me all week, at least for the past seven days, and that is anxiety. Woo! Hooray for anxiety. Something we all face, something that we've all experienced, anxiety. I actually wrote um, an article or editorial about it yesterday that was published yesterday. Go check that out. It's called Trusting the Process to Beat Anxiety. It has Joel Embiid as a featured image. Shout out to Joel Embiid. Trust the process. Um, but yeah, I want to talk about anxiety today because it's something that has been, like I said, eating away at me all week. Um, just a quick recap. This or last week, uh, I... Went back home. I was doing a project back home for my internship. Um, it was great to be back home, be around my family. But it was was that Friday morning. I was woken up. Uh, no, not Friday morning. Thursday morning. I woke up and my mom asked me a very important question, um, but a, a question that I was not trying to hear. And the question was, am I going to grad school when I graduate from college? And I'm be honest, this is a question that I've been trying to put off uh, from answering for a while now, um, mainly because, you know, I mean, I made it clear in the first episode that I want to do unassociated. Unassociated is what I want to do with my life. Um, this is not just a club or a hobby or whatever thing to me. This is a limited liability company. This is something that I'm investing m- the rest of my life into until God says enough, plain and simple. Um, so sometimes I kind of like miss the correlation between me getting a master's, um, and possibly having less time to focus on the company, um, and actually having the company succeed. Um, so I kind of been dodging, dodging that question. If anything, my plan right now is to just go straight into the workforce and fund unassociated with the money that I make from working. Um, but quite honestly, thinking a year in advance right now is, not healthy for me. Why? Because I don't know what's going to happen a year in advance right now. I'm even explaining it right now and I can't even get my words out all the way. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what to do. I'm hearing people take studying for the MCAT, studying for their GRE, for the LSAT. And uh, I don't know, you know, when you start to see other people do things that look very productive and then you start to think, man, what am I doing? I'm supposed to be doing something productive. All of that's coming. All of that's been coming to me. And not only that, I mean, next week, I mean, next month being August is supposed to be a huge month for Unassociated. August 26th, uh, we turn one years old. The site was launched August 26, 2018. Um, next month, we turn one years old. And we got a lot of things coming. I mean, 
the company is going from Super Saiyan 1 to Super Saiyan 2. That's what I'm saying. Or maybe Super Saiyan 4 for all my anime, uh, you know, people. They'll get that reference. Like, we're we're really bossing up starting next month. And it's funny because I feel like whenever the devil, you know, knows something's coming, that's when he wants to try and shut it down real early. Um, so all this anxiety has just been rushing at me. How is it going to happen? How are we going to roll things out? What's going to happen after I graduate? Um, um, you know, what what's what's happening next? And it's crazy, you know, like growing up before you came to college or maybe before we came to high school for some of you, like everything was pretty much planned out. At least you go to school every day, you come back and that's that. You know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know what's going to happen three years from now. You'd still be in school. You know, um, or at least you weren't even making decisions for yourself, really. It was your parents. Um, but now, when we're older, it's like it's all on us to figure out what our next step is. And I know there's a lot of graduating seniors who are probably in the same position where it's like they're so anxious because they don't know what they want to do yet. <laughs> or maybe they know what they want to do, but just things haven't been working out. And you're trying to figure out life. You're trying to figure out what happens next. And quite honestly, the vision that you had for your future is fading. You know, the vision of you having it all together, the vision of you being at peace, the vision of you having joy, it's all fading. Um, and that that's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot of stuff that us young people deal with. This This shift from adolescence into adulthood it's a very uncomfortable place to be in anxiety was eating me up and you know why it was eating me up the most is because growing up I mean I was like a very good student you know 4.0 type all that right and you know when you're a 4.0 student your Nigerian parents don't worry about you you're 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 good. You're straight. You know, they don't got to worry about you, but it's weird because I kind of get a weird feeling that my parents might be starting to worry about me. And I don't like that. Uh, you know, my dad asking me about being an engineer. I'm like, "Bro, I'm poli sci." Like <laughs> You know, my mom telling me like, "Oh, like I must you must go to masters. You know, you must get your masters like your sister you need to you know you you need to do the same thing and it's just like man like i don't know there was this uh parody of like this video that somebody posted on uh instagram and it was a whole bunch of like african grandmothers and they're bragging about their sons um and just saying that or their grandsons and like they're just trying to like one up each other there's a lot of truth to that parody um, how like, you know, our parents or our grandparents like to one up um their friends whenever they talk about their kids or whatever. And um I feel like that's never been a problem for my mom, but it's starting to become a problem for my mom. So like now she's starting to show me like some of her friends' sons and like what they're doing and like she's not showing me to make me feel bad at all. Um I mean, that's not my type of mother, but it's like, you know, she's showing me like, oh wow, like look at what this person's doing. So it's like, I can't help but think like, hmm. At some point, maybe before she goes to bed, she's probably thinking like, man, I hope I hope Junior has it together. I hope Junior has a plan. I know I, oh, they call me Junior, by the way. I hope Junior has it together. I hope Junior has a plan like, you know, and I can never knock them for that. I can never knock my parents for wanting, you know, they want the best for me. They want 
me to succeed. Uh, they want, you know, they, they, I, how can I be upset with them wanting me to excel? I, I can't do that. Um, but at the same time, like, all of us have to know what's healthy for us and what's not healthy for us. And quite honestly, at this point in my life, I know it's definitely not healthy for me to focus on what my parents necessarily want for me. And I have to focus more on what God wants for me. Um, and I think with all that anxiety putting so much pressure on me, what I what really lifted me back up was the concept of of vision vision i feel like this sums up all the different ways that you can combat anxiety vision you have to remember what the goal is what you want to achieve you have to remember you have to you have to look and you have to imagine where you want to be specifically what you want to do you have to be inside your own head because sometimes reality doesn't match up with your imagination sometimes what people say does not match up with your imagination with the vision that you have for your future but you cannot you cannot drop the vision i have a verse that i want to talk about but I'm going to save that for another episode. In this episode, you're going to not hear from me, but you're going to hear from my special guest, and his name is Steve Harvey. No, Steve Harvey is not sitting next to me, but this is a video that I found that was actually sent to me through WhatsApp, Um, and when I read this video, it almost brought tears to my eyes just because I knew God sent it to me to speak to me so i want you guys to hear it too so bear with me maybe this is tacky maybe this is whack whatever if you listen to the next you know eight minutes of this podcast i know you will not regret it so here's what steve harvey had to say on imagination and how hard it is to stick to the vision especially when everything else in life is telling you to drop the vision Enjoy. Let me tell you something before you go. Whenever people come see me live, um, I try to say something meaningful to people. And I'm in the laugh business. That's my gift. That's what God gave me at birth. Your gift is a thing that you do the absolute best with the least amount of effort. I want to tell you something that can help enrich your life. It's a sure sign from God that he ain't through with you because he wakes you up in the morning. When he's done, you won't wake up no more. But as long as you're waking up, that means he has something for you that he hasn't been able to give to you for whatever the reason. I'm going to help you get to that reason a little bit quicker. I want to tell you something that I learned that changed my life. I was reading a book one time that had a quote in there from Albert Einstein. And Albert Einstein said, imagination is everything. It's the preview to life's coming attractions. If you think about that, that's a really, really true statement. Because everything you see in this world came from somebody's imagination. 
everything. Somebody was talking on the phone one day, on that wall phone, connected to the cord, and tried to walk, and it didn't go no further. And he wanted to just go outside and get something out the car. He said, somebody said, you know what? I wish I could take this phone outside. Everybody in here got a cell phone. It was in somebody's imagination. Somebody imagined that. Somebody imagined everything. Somebody got tired of walking. Somebody got tired of driving cars. Somebody said, we're going to fly. You're not fitting to fly. Everybody in here has been on a plane. See, your imagination is the evidence of things not seen. You know why they call it the evidence of things not seen? Your imagination, you're the only one who can see it. You're the only one who can see it. See, so all this stuff you've been imagining was not some hocus pocus. When you imagine stuff, it's actually God showing you a preview of a coming attraction he has for you. That's what your imagination is. Why do you keep imagining yourself with a second home? Because God wants you to have a second home. Why do you keep imagining yourself in a supervisory capacity on another job? Because God really wants you to have that. Why you keep dreaming of opening a business one day? That's because that's what God really got for you. And he put it in your imagination. The problem with your imagination, though, is you tell it to the wrong people. If you want to kill a big dream, tell it to a small-minded person. You can't, oh, man. Think about this in your life. How many times have you had this really incredible idea and you took it to your family and your friends? You shared it with them and they shot it down. You know why they shot it down? Because they couldn't see it. Because God didn't put it in their imagination. He put it in yours. It was your evidence of things not seen. See, all this stuff you've been imagining, you ought to start working on it. Because that's what God really got for you. Your real life is in your imagination. I'm here to tell you that. You think I'm here by accident? I'm here because he put this in my imagination when I was 10. When I was 10, he showed me I was going to be on TV. That's all I ever wanted. The assignment when I was in the sixth grade was everybody write their name on a piece of paper and write what you want to be. You know what I wrote on my paper? I won't be on TV. Now, the, the problem I had, though, was I used to suffer with a serious stuttering problem. I couldn't talk outside my house. I stuttered for years. I flunked out of school. I'm on my third marriage. I lost everything I ever owned twice. I've been homeless and lived in a car for three years. But at 10, though, I wrote on a piece of paper, I want to be on TV. So the teacher went around the room and read everybody's paper. She had you stand up when she called your name. And the only assignment was your name and what you want to be. Doctor, lawyer, dentist, basketball player, football player. I wrote, I want to be on TV. She saved me for last. She said, look, Stevie, come to the front. Now I'm thinking, I'm going to the front because I got the best answer. Because ain't nobody had put that on their paper. She called me to the front. I'm thinking I'm going to give me a gold star. But I was wrong about that. She called me to the front to humiliate me. First of all, you know I can't talk. I suffered with stuttering stammer so bad, man. I couldn't talk at all. And that lady lit in on me. Why did you write this on your paper? Now I'm standing there. I can't talk. 
Uh, 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 who in this school ever been on TV? Uh, 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 who in your family ever been on TV? Uh, 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 who in this neighborhood ever been on TV? I, I, I'm, I'm crushing, man. I'm standing there dying. She said, look at you standing there. You can't even talk. How they gonna put somebody like you on TV? So every Christmas, I send her a flat screen TV. Cause I don't want her to miss me. I do not want her to miss not now episode of me. Cause I wanted her to see what God had done for me. The fact that you couldn't see it. It wasn't for you to see. He put it in my imagination. But after three years of homelessness, losing everything I ever owned twice, suffering through the flunking out of school, go home and cut your TV on. That little boy with the stuttering problem, he all over that TV. You can't cut your TV on. You can't cut your TV on not now day of the week and you don't see that little boy. That little boy with the stuttering problem is all over that TV because God put it in my imagination. All I did was hang on to that thought. I just kept hoping. I just kept hoping that what I had wrote on the paper would come true. Ah, a lot of times it wasn't about no faith. I didn't believe it sometimes. When you homeless and living in the car, how you see yourself as a TV star? But I just kept hanging on there. Because my mom was a Sunday school teacher. I kept hearing her say, God. God didn't bring you this far to leave you. God didn't bring you this far to leave you. Why do you think he keeps waking you up? Because he got more for you. He got way more for you. He got plans for you. But he needs your faith. He just needs you to call on him. He needs you to dust off your imagination and just go for it. You got to try. Quit waking up thinking you ain't got no say-so in your life. You have a choice in this matter. You can't stop what happened to you, but you can doggone show do something about what happened to you. Life is 10% what happened to you. It's 90% what you do about it. Somebody in your family gonna die. Somebody in here gonna get fired. Somebody here gonna get an eviction notice. Somebody gonna get laid off. Somebody company gonna close. That's life. Somebody you love gonna break up with you. That's life. But what you gonna do about it though? Since it's gonna happen anyway. Trust me, go home and ask God to open up your imagination and then pursue it with everything in you and watch what he do for you. Appreciate y'all. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That was Steve Harvey, and I hope that his speech left an impact on you just as much as it did on me, if not more. Um, and with that being said, I want to move into the confessions. It's confession time where I confess over your life everything good. Confess over your week um, that you have a wonderful week. So let's get into that. Father God, I pray over the listener right now, Lord Jesus, and I confess that the listener have a week that is abnormal from the weeks that they have, that he or she has been having. I confess that you, the listener, are knowledgeable of who you are and whose you are and that you have a vision. And if you don't have it yet, you're going to get it and that you're going to be able to stay to, to, to be steadfast with that vision 
Has she not going to let reality, what people say to people, the pressures around you cause you to fold, cause you to bend? You are strong. You are you 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 can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You're not easily beaten. Every time you fall, you get back up. Every time you fall, you get back up. Every time you fall, you get back up. You don't know how to quit. You are joyful. You are at peace. You are at rest. You are obedient. And you will have an amazing day, an amazing Monday, and an amazing week. In Jesus' name, amen. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, go out. Live. Have a wonderful day. Do not let the anxiety be the tale of this Monday. Go out and have faith. Go out and believe in the vision. And if you don't have a vision, pray and ask God for one. Because he didn't bring you as far as to leave you here. That's for sure. So with that being said, see you guys next week. Love y'all. Peace.